0: Welcome to Home Dad Chat, brought to you by the National At-Home Dad Network. My name is Brock. My name is Danny. We are here to talk about life as stay-at-home dads. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show.
1: I don't want much. I even love handmade crafts made of macaroni. Come on now, you should know me. Times I might eat too much. No worry about my weight. Got the dad bod rocking on
0: me. Sketches on my feet. Cargo shorts look good on me. I'm a dad, that's what I do. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. No, I'm not wearing the same shirt that I was wearing in the last episode. (laughs) I have three of these. This is oh, my, okay. it's well, the same go. It is technically <laughs> the same shirt. <laughs> but anyway, hope you're all doing really well. Uh, we are back for part three of Home Dad Con recap, where we're gonna be talking about Saturday and probably the Sunday of everybody's sadness when we all head mm-hmm. back home. Um yeah. but still, it'll be a lot of fun. So grab a grab your coffee, have a seat, and uh let's get into it. So Saturday starts up with uh a little bit of a later start than, than Friday, which is nice. A lot of guys, you know, are out having a good time on Friday night. So Saturday is great (laughs) to be able to not get
1: right back into it. Saturday breakfast was very quiet. It was very, very quiet, very very
0: (laughs) scattered. You had the guys who were like, I'm up, I'm ready to go. And then you had the other guys like, I barely made it down here today.
1: Mm -hmm. I stayed (laughs) up till not. And the beer share and I went up to the beer share for just a few minutes uh, the night before, and it was amazing. I mean, it was just so much good energy and it's just kind of hanging around with your buddies at a at a bar or something, except there's less music and less noise. You have more opportunity to actually talk to people and you're doing little tastes of beer, which for a lot of people, that's kind of what they want, as opposed to, hey, let's go to the bar and chug a few like, wait, wait, what's that? You know I can't name beers, but what's that blah 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 from blah blah you have? Oh well, here it's the <laughs> it's the October edition from 1940. I don't know, but uh, you know, it just it's really, really amazing to see that um that craftsmanship, oh and yeah, appreciation of it. I mean, it's really much, much more than let's drink a lot of beer, you know. And exactly. I exactly, yeah. I, I don't go up there often because I don't drink beer and I don't want to take beer from anyone else that would be drinking it. And, um, I just kind of went in and, and just hung out for a little bit and I had a, a pear cider. I think it was, Yeah, um, someone gave me something and they were like, here, it's like 6%. And I went, I don't know what that means. I'm just going to drink it. Okay. And it was pretty good. And it was uh, an actual cider. So I feel like I, I joined in, but just seeing the people there. Oh yeah. The connections, the family, the, it was amazing. And I am again, so grateful that the, from the guys, the beer share group that it really just, made this into an art form.
0: It's amazing. Yeah, they did a great job for sure. Uh, I love the fact that there was a cart that had stuff that you could just walk by and pick up too, like lots of like really cool stickers from other breweries, which was a lot of fun. I came home with a stack of stickers. I'm like, all right, where am I going to put these all at? Um, And then also too, um, Brian Frampton had sent sent with them some, uh, they are cider mimosas. Um, I haven't cracked huh. one of those open yet, but they, they were just sitting there. I was like, are these also just for the taking? And they were like, oh yeah, we got like a case of them. And so we just put them out there for everybody to just grab. And so I ended up grabbing a couple of those. Cause there were some left over, and, um, I nice. was like, my wife likes cider. Like, this will be great. Like I can share some of this with her. And so pick those up. Uh, and then, um, Thank I think you, there Brian was, Frampton. yeah, right. Yeah. Brian, he couldn't be here, but man, he, he showed up in other ways. So that yeah. was awesome. Uh, so yes, yeah, so they had that. And then also too, like there was this tons of like full cans of beers that you could just and bottles that you could just grab out of the cooler and, and drink if you wanted to do that. And um, you know, some guys were like, I really like that. And they just took a can, they took one with them as well, and which was totally part of what the, what it was was to be able to take that stuff home and and try it. Um I have to give a big thanks to uh Eric Shoreberg because he grabbed me up a special bottle. Um, and I that I was like, yeah, I was like, I'll pay you back for that. Get that for me. But it was a, it was an Oktoberfest type of a beer um, that was aged in a bourbon barrel. But before it got the beer in it, it actually had maple syrup aged in it. So it's this Whoa. bourbon barrel aged maple syrup Mars and beer. Like, and I was like, yes, please. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds good. I know right? It's like everything fall that you yeah. want in a bottle. And uh so I have that and I was telling the guys uh the guys at the brewery, uh my guys. I was like, "Hey, I was like I bought this bottle specifically to bring back to share with you guys." So, um yes. I got to get that over there so we can uh, crack that open and uh everybody can get a taste of it. So, yeah, so that was a lot of fun. But yeah, well, so I
1: didn't do beer. But Oh, I heard about this. I don't know what this is. Paul Gordon yeah. gave me two little bottles of bourbon. He said, well, you know, it was because th- uh, Eric had to leave early. Unfortunately, his kids were sick and they needed it. Right. And so he left some stuff, some tables and things. And I'm going to take them back to him since we live pretty close. Um, yep. And uh, he said, well, listen, this. And he said, and he's got a bag with nine bottles of bourbon. in it." I'm like, nine bottles. He goes, nine taster bottles. Nine I'm like, taster okay, bottles. Yeah. Nine taster So seven taster bottles in a bag. Gotcha. He goes, no, no, nine. Taster nine. I like, got gotcha. you. Seven taster bottles in a bag. <laughs> bag he's like no Danny you cannot screw with Eric's bourbon yeah okay? <laughs> they, they can't mess with our bourbon like, oh, our bourbon chair I, I wouldn't it was just funny it was just funny <laughs> but there were extras but, though so right Right. yeah and when he I, I gave him a ride home actually and um he yeah he gave me these two he told me what the first one was and I still don't I don't remember I'm gonna have to ask him again but he you didn't can't tell know. me what it is so I, I can't know he didn't know what the second one was and it doesn't it not have label? a label or a number or anything oh he was okay like, yeah so here's this one and I'm like yeah, sure. I'm the guy. Give me the, <laughs> give me the weird bourbon. I'll try it and we'll see what happens, you know. That's awesome. But um, Yeah, I wanted to point that out because I appreciate it. Thank you, Eric. And thank you, Paul,
0: specifically because yeah. you guys made that happen for me. So. that's cool yeah i've got my nine here we will be scheduling our uh our bourbon share night where you know we get to go through them and figure out what they are it's it's a lot of fun actually oh cool that's like a, yeah. it's like a whole different version of like the beer share only we've we just basically like we'll pour a little bit in try it kind of figure out what the notes are try to figure out what proof it is we're not most of us are not going to figure out what the name of it is because everybody's always trying to bring something obscure in but then uh based on the numbers uh, he can tell us like this is so-and-so's bourbon. And then after we've tried it, then that person actually will present to you like this was the actual percentage and this is what it is and, and that kind of thing. And so we all Ooh, have cool. like, I usually take an index card and I'll like write down all of them. So it's a lot of fun. That's neat. I didn't know yeah. you did that. Yeah, we, we did it actually uh, right after the, um uh, the, the board retreat, actually when, when we were, meeting up with everybody uh that was what just, that's when it all started so but yeah nine bottles is a lot though to do that's almost an entire bottle of bourbon when you split it up between nine, nine guys <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine <laughs> it's all good uh so yeah so saturday um saturday yeah yeah saturday morning's keynote kicked off with uh melissa davidson who was on this show she was so excited to be at the convention. I loved it, and mm-hmm. she she came in and just her whole conversation about the importance of connection was great. Um, the hands on with the cards um, was oh, awesome. Values. Oh man, it yeah, was, yeah. And so I, just to be able to have that in your hand and put that out and you know it, work with it was great.
1: I, I don't know how much we really, I think we only want to talk about what she talked about, you know, on the podcast. So we're not like revealing any secrets, Um, but she probably is very open about it. Feel, pl- feel free to get in touch with her. She'll tell you, but her having the packets of cards and us able to pull those out and look at the things that we value. Yeah. Now it was 20 cards, I think, and you had to boil it down to three, which was difficult for a lot of people. I mean, there's, there's, you know, because what this, like she mentioned when she was on the show, respect. Like, What does respect mean to you? Right. And right. Some some guys are, as an example, like, well, I mean, does that mean how I respect myself or how I respect my partner or how my kids respect me? Where, you know, what does it do? And, and she just said, you tell me, you know, what do, when you see that word, where does it fall? What does it mean? And it yeah. was very personal. And I mm-hmm. love that she did it. And I you know, I I sent her an email afterwards because I've talked to her, I talked to her a lot at the convention. And um, and I I said, I can't be professional in this, I just want you to be aware. I just want to scream,
0: Melissa, oh
1: my God. You know, and just I'm like this was very well done. You did she, she would receive in. that really well. Oh, so, uh, well, she did, she did fortunately, and she fit in so well at the convention yeah. and really made a lot of connections. With a lot of people and just, she was just such a, a, a boon to the, to the entire organization, I think, and to the convention. Um, But yeah, she it was, it was amazing. And I, I think anybody that needs to check out her, it's perceptiveparents.com and she's also on LinkedIn and just fantastic.
0: Yeah, definitely. So Uh, definitely a great way to kick off everything for mm -hmm. that Saturday and, and to like, you know, because after that, we got ready for the annual meeting uh, and to vote for new board members. And mm-hmm. so that in itself, like there's a lot going on there. <laughs> we we had a lot to take care of. Uh, annual meeting went really well. I feel like, you know, we presented a lot of information. There were a lot of good questions. Um, you know, we had it on Zoom so that guys could jump in and, and have mm-hmm. conversations that couldn't make it there. Um, and. You know the the board um, voting went really well online, so that was good. Um, but along with that whole time, we also at that moment like did some presentations, and uh, this was I think the part that like it's always exciting because you're like, Ooh, who's getting these things? Um, but we started off with uh, the Hogan Hilling Award, and uh, the Hogan Hilling Award. We went through and had all of the people who were nominated for that which I don't think I have that in my notes here. Exactly. I don't know if that's, is it in here? No, oh, there's the board people. I'm trying to look through my program. I don't think we had them in here. Uh, oh yeah, here it is. Sorry. Uh, nominees for Hogan Hilling this year were Joshua Bernstein, uh, Arvis Brick uh, Shannon Carpenter, Greg Clapp, Kyle Denny, Paul Gordon, and Eric Shoreberg. All these guys have done amazing things, volunteering for this organization. Um, especially in the past year. And uh, the winner of the award was uh, Greg Clapp, who mm-hmm. has done a ton. Uh, he's the Milwaukee, uh, Dads organize, Milwaukee Dads Group organizer. And uh, he was the guy who pitched uh, Milwaukee for us to come to uh, and did a great job with that. So, Yeah, every um, step of the way, Greg, if you
1: hear this, man, I've told you in person, and I think you've heard it a thousand times, but, oh, my God, you knocked it out of the park. Everything.
0: Yeah, and so, uh, and him and partnering up with Keith Nagel to run things like mm-hmm. probably one of the smoothest run conferences um, in a long time. Uh, they just everybody they they meshed well. They everything was running so smoothly. And even if it wasn't running smoothly, most people didn't even pick up on it. Honestly, I think it yeah. was a uh, little bleep well on done. the radar. Yeah, it was well yeah. done. So that was uh, a <clears throat> can't even. That was the first one, and then uh, for the second uh, one, we actually had a brand new award. I don't actually with this one we don't actually have the nominees on here for it because we had to keep it a secret. Yep, um, which is fine. It'll be on next time, but uh, next year. But we created an award for called the Al Watts Alumni Award, and the reason that we created this award, the board did, was because um, we have dads who. Maybe they're not active as much, but they've done a ton of things in the past to get us to where we are. And some of them are still doing different things, but we wanted a way to honor them because from time to time, you get somebody who says, hey, like this person's done a lot, like let's get them in the Hogan Hilling. And Hogan Hilling is sort of like, what have you done? Like it's sort of the what have you done for the organization lately mm-hmm. type setup this last
1: year. Usually you're year yeah. yeah.
0: And the alumni award is sort of like in a culmination. It's like basically like a legacy award, I guess, Mm -hmm. is another way to put it. And so we named it after Al Watts. We did not tell him we named it after him until he got to see it and which already sent him into tears. Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, we went through the nominations for that. And guys that were nominated, of course, we had Al on there. Um, We nominated Shannon Carpenter, Greg Washington, um, forget who else was on there hogan hilling i think hogan yeah hogan hilling i think was on there um i think that was pretty much it for that one chris routley i think maybe was one of the other ones i believe that got so. put on there i believe yep. as well now that um,
1: yep. sorry chris i forgot
0: it's <laughs> a lot to remember there's a lot um, to remember yeah, if
1: you don't write it down i get it and yeah and i want to say a lot of these names especially with our new members you're not going to know who they are unless you met no. them you know you're you a lot of people i think will know shannon carpenter because of his book but if you if you think Hogan Hilling, well, who is he? Did we even see him this year? Yada, yada. And again, his kids have aged out. He has moved on and done other things for dads and fatherhood. And that's a reason why we think of his name. And same with Al and same with Chris, all of these people that, yeah, you're you're you've moved beyond or outside of this specific organization, this network, even. You did great and tremendous things here, but you're also advancing fatherhood outside of the network and going in your own directions right. in some ways. So yeah, yeah, it was a definite award that needed to exist, I think.
0: Yeah. And so the person who got this award, they've done things with uh, setting up our newsletter. Uh, they were in charge of uh, kind of getting things going with a blog for the organization, which really hasn't been something that we we kept going. But at the same time, like He also was my mentor for social media, um, getting things put in place for that and also the newsletter as well. And so Shannon Carpenter was the recipient of the inaugural um, Al Watts Alumni Award. And he was, of course, like he was, of course, like surprised as all get out. It was so funny, too, because he was dressed up, but -hmm. he was dressed up for a completely different reason, which was even funnier. Like he was dressed up for the Turf Valley filming that they were doing yeah, prior slacks
1: to and a black sh- uh, a purple shirt and a black vest and yeah. sandals with black socks i'm not kidding sandals yep. with black socks come on shannon That's but i shannon love it right because there. like it's so you know, shannon.
0: here he is dressed up and it's almost like did i just get completely punked on this like what's going on you know is this so funny? you could see it on his face too like he was registering mm-hmm. it like did i get punked is this what's what's going on mm-hmm. here because he was dressed up and so it was so neat to have him come up there and uh Mick was uh, pretty much beside himself. <laughs> he was overtaken yeah. with emotion, which is great because yeah. I mean he has such a love for his friend, and uh, you know <clears throat> he has been such a uh, advocate for for Shannon uh, with everything that he's done. And so I, it I think
1: it's okay if we say, and you can edit this out if not, that Mick had put Shannon's name in for the Hogan Hilling Award yeah and he he truly believes, and i I think we all agreed that he he deserved it, but also Shannon deserved more, you know, because of his almost lifetime of work that he's done for us. And right. I, I I was like when when he heard that he didn't get the Hogan Hilling Award, I wanted to just go sit with him and go it don't just hold on. yeah, deep breath. Just wait a minute. Wait five minutes, and you'll feel so much better. You know, you'll feel <laughs> so good about everything if you just give us five minutes because that moment of what come on. You know, I know Greg did an amazing thing, but Shannon's been doing amazing things, you know, like nationwide for years and, and his love again for his friend and the appreciation that of the things that he's done.
0: And I felt like, Oh, sorry,
1: Mick. um, But just wait a minute. Wait a
0: minute. (laughs) I think that's why it probably had such an even bigger impact on him. (laughs) He's Mm -hmm. like, Oh oh my gosh. Like (laughs) it took the breath away from him. So yeah, but yeah, that was a fun, that was just a great moment for that's that great. day and and everything. So lots of fun there. And I'm, I'm very excited for that award. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, also really glad to see that, you know, you got your Hogan Hilling Award there, member's name. Uh, I, I, awesome. I that. do,
1: right here. <laughs> I put it on my desk. It looks great, doesn't
0: it? I always wanted a trophy. Work. It's amazing what happens when you mess up when you're sending orders in. <laughs> Hogan Hilling
1: Award 2023. I got the date wrong too. Presented to member name and gratitude for your dedication and hard work. I'm so touched all I'm so touched <laughs> yeah I love it I love it. I've got I'm keeping that too because I mean what else would I do with it I'm not gonna throw it away and I can't send it back but yeah I'm gonna set it and I'm gonna put my Hogan Hilling certificate right up there I'm like no I oh, want it gosh. I just uh screwed up the year and the name it's fine <laughs> <That's> al- that <laughs> it's is appropriate hilarious. anyway so, all right yeah. so lunch and yes yeah, so we
0: did so we did lunch our new uh, board members so who won our new board yeah so new board members were announced and they are uh Kyle Denny paul gordon and chris griffin and yep, yep. uh and honestly like i'm excited to see what these guys do they've all had different capacities it, it, kyle and paul have had the most um interaction capacity wise with committees and and planning and things like that so they bring a lot to the table on that side chris is new uh as far as uh this is only his second uh conf- a conference coming to uh for home dad con but he's been very active and in different areas so um mm-hmm. i think that it's gonna be really good it was so funny too i told my wife i was like yeah i was like they uh they voted in a guy who uh he came last year for the first time and and then uh you know got on the board this year and she's like yeah why is that surprising you went to one and got on the board <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like yep. i wasn't surprised i was like it was just cool to see like it's great to see you know the younger dads getting involved that's that's mm-hmm. important for uh continuation of an organization yes so. yes yeah congratulations so so we got to all three. yeah congratulations to all you guys so so they so they got announced and then uh before we ended lunch uh i had a special request come in prior that night from uh paul Antizio, and and yeah Atizio, i can Atencio. Yeah, he his, He couldn't make it because of uh, he was being dad. Of course, family comes first. His daughter was turning 10 and her birthday party was on Saturday. And so he messaged me and was like, could you guys sing happy birthday to my daughter? And uh, I tried to get a hold of him so we could do it on FaceTime, but it actually turned out even better because I was able just to have everybody sing and record it and send it to him. Mm-hmm. So he had it on recording and then he recorded his daughter watching it on their ipad and got his got her reaction and then yeah. she like sent back a thank you um to everybody which it was so much fun to hear like a hundred guys in a room singing happy birthday mm-hmm. <laughs> it turned yep. out really well the, the video is awesome so that was a lot of fun i'm going then, to uh
1: i'm going to borrow that video because my sister in law has a birthday coming up and she has shares the same name, which of course we're not going to say the child's name, but um, <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to just show it to her and just uh, just let her watch it. And she's like, oh my God. I'm hoping she'll be like, oh my God.
0: I'm like, yeah, that's not about you. Why is everything <laughs> about you? Huh? This is a
1: different person. You're, you're just stealing someone's fire. You're just but taking was, the are you taking was, a page
0: out of Daniel just, Wilkerson's on. book on uh, airplanes? And <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right. The man duped me multiple times. I've got to I got to save face somehow, man.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. That's awesome. I, yeah, I'm curious. You have to let me know how that goes. Cause that yep. sounds hilarious. Uh, so we had our first breakout session, uh, which was how to maintain a healthy relationship with your spouse, with, uh, Derek Tetlow. Um, we had our second men's health, uh, support group breakout and, uh, also had the, uh, uh, dadennial for the millennial, which was, uh, Mike, uh, Trink. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the time, of the day where I didn't make it to any of these because I was recording Turf Valley episode. So I was trying to oh it but it was so much fun. I get to feel a little bit of Hollywood. I,
1: (sighs) I understand. I'm jealous. Uh, yeah, I was jealous and a little disappointed. I didn't get to go. I missed my I know. Up, but, uh, it I know It happens. It happens. But um, I was looking forward to hearing Derek Tetlow again. Um, he does do a meditation session for us every, every uh, convention or has for several, last several conventions. But uh, more importantly, I've talked with him a lot over this last year. Uh, he and I both have ADHD and we cannot have phone conversations or video conversations unless we have a committed hour for 10 minutes of talking, we're, we've got 10 minutes of stuff. we got to talk about Well, we need an hour. Cause we're just going to go, go off. So we've talked a lot <laughs> over the last year and it was really because he did one about high commitment spouses right. uh, previously, which was well attended and well placed. I mean, it just we're talking to a lot of people who have high commitment spouses, yeah. but um, maintaining that healthy relationship. And I can't wait to see the video on it and the recording of it but the yeah. reviews that I heard were all very good. Derek's a very good speaker and I'm glad we, he's he's here to help us.
0: So. that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and I, of course, like I said, I didn't make it to either one of those, but, mm-hmm. um, so I don't really have anything that I can say about what went on with Mike Trink's, uh, presentation, but I imagine mm-hmm. it was great. Like getting to talk to him previously on the podcast. I'm sure like that was like well attended and probably had a lot of, uh, Depth there, but like that's another one of those uh, videos that'll be available for others to uh, mm-hmm. to check out. So, um, and then we went right into the second breakout, uh, for Saturday, which was, uh, Derek Tetlow doing the dad's mm-hmm. married to high, high committed uh, spouses. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, uh, and then there was overcoming imposter syndrome and fatherhood with uh, Jordan Brown and Amy Dell and uh sewing for the at-home dad with sarah gordon which is paul gordon's mom mm-hmm. um, i went to delightful. the sewing i she's went. was so I went delightful to, she is she's a sweetheart and uh so she came and uh she had a good she had a good turnout there were like 10 or 12 guys in there uh and she had made little packets for them all with like you know for doing different mm-hmm. stitches and stuff and Uh, you know, it was probably one of the more technical recordings because we were trying to record what she was doing with her hands and then also like getting, you know, everything else that was going on. So it was like I recorded one way, Paul Gordon was recording another way, and we're like following her around the room (laughs) in different aspects. It was hysterical. Um, but the guys in there seemed to really enjoy it and, uh, all had different reasons for why they wanted to be in there and to learn different things. I love it. One of the guys was like, yeah, so when I go home and I tell my wife, I came to this thing and I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to try your sewing machine. Like if you touch my showing sewing machine. I'll cut your fingers off. <laughs> it was pretty much what he felt. He would hear. I was, it is still off limits. <laughs> yeah. Just, just because you went to one class that does mm-hmm. not give you the right? right to touch my sewing machine. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was uh that was a, that was a great, uh, uh, Time and honestly, like it, it was. It, I always like it when people bring their family in like that for mm-hmm. you know, like they're introducing them to something that they're really passionate about. So, uh, his dad was even there too, sitting in the back. Uh, oh, yeah, uh, for, nice. for it as well. So, they were both there. Um, I but yeah, you. she's, but she's, she's a character and uh you know full-on grandma like mm-hmm. uh but at the same time is like ready there to like zing her son with different <laughs> different things as well yeah so Delightful. yeah it was it was great it was really good did you go to the one of the other ones
1: i went to uh, overcoming imposter syndrome and fatherhood Um uh, nice. jordan brown and amy um jordan and amy are amazing they sat through with the, the, the mental health breakout with us um just for the same reason that Mike Trink had done so. Um, And they immediately said, this is not our space, Danny. We're here to help in whatever way. So you tell us what you want us to do. If you want us to talk, if you want us to just react, if you want us to just answer questions, or if you just want us to leave. And they were very, very open about it and very aware of what it means to be in a safe space and in a men's mental health group and a dad convention you know, and they were just, they said there were no offense, you're not going to hurt our feelings. It's not an issue. And, um, I explained that, you know, we'd mentioned previously that there would be two, uh, mental health specialists in there and that they were women and that if anybody had an issue with it, they could go Saturday or just let us know. And everyone was okay with it. Everything was fine. And I really appreciated their support in that, and that understanding of what this place means to us. Um, and so, I wanted to go in about imposter syndrome anyway. It's something that I feel often, uh, especially when it comes to doing a presentation, like I did an opening keynote. And literally, who am I to do this? Who am I to even talk about self care? Okay, I know who I am, and I'm 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 just going to say I'm good at it. I, yeah, I can I can you I can are do public speaking well, and I, it's hard for me to say that. It's very
0: I'm working with my therapist on saying this. Definitely.
1: But for them to be there and to offer that was amazing. It was just another moment where um, we look at each other and say, okay, this is a problem that I deal with. This is how I feel. I don't feel that I'm a good father. I just, I, I look at, I do this and this or I don't do this and this and how that makes me feel and how I can get around that feeling process that. And then look at the reality of the situation and things that we say to each other, like, um, it could be anything like I could say, I'm not a, I'm not a very good public speaker. Okay. Well, that's the phrase you've got running in your head. How can you change that to be positive? Right. Right. And what can you actually say that, you know, w- would help you to move forward with that or whatever. And it was just very well done. And I honestly went there just selfishly. It was really one of the only things that I I did this weekend strictly for myself as far as presentations and breakouts. Good. Um. So, yeah, I, I, again, self-care you know, self-care is yeah. best care. So I really enjoyed their presentation. We did a little coloring too, which I, there um, you go. I, I always find delightful there. It was like, here, pick out some mom. Ooh, really? Can I take them with me? <laughs> no, I got to leave them. Oh, no, that's fine. At least I get to use them. Yeah. <laughs> so it was really good. It was well done. And I wanted to go to Derek's again. Uh, but I looked at him like, I want to go to Derek because I want to support him. And that's great, but that's yeah. not what I need. I need yeah. to go to the one on imposter syndrome and get and drill, drill down into that a little bit for myself. So, uh, and I know Derek of course understands that.
0: I, I wanted to go to Derek's as well, but they needed somebody to go up and record yeah. the other ones. Especially so with like, two right. cameras running, man. I know exactly. Yeah. So yeah, they were like, we like, we really need you up here. I'm like, all right, fine. Like I will get to listen to Derek's later. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. that's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, so that, so that went really well. Um, and then, you know, kind of closing up for, for saturday was um a really fun panel with uh turf valley and uh they just talking about how they're filming that uh series and uh you know really showcasing what they do in that and Mm -hmm. uh, i think for a lot of the guys who had never seen the show before um they had it was just a great representation of the whole show and all the aspects of it. And uh, it was just so much fun to hear Adam and, and Thomas talk about it. And then, um, you know, later to, uh, to actually partake in um, like what will be like a scene in there where everybody, you know, is in there and, from what i understand shannon had an interaction with tyler and convinces him to like get up and speak to everybody at the convention which honestly is not something that would ever happen but hey it's yep. it's hollywood so <laughs> right. um and just that side of it and to do the different takes in here and hear him, like and we were all you know everybody was having a good time everybody was laughing and you mm-hmm. know just, it was a, it was a lot of fun and uh, i'm glad that they they came and they actually like you know, wanting to include us and like, just the same as, you know, we're trying to like boost people's signal. Like that's mm-hmm. their thing. Like they're wanting to, to come in and boost, uh, boost our signal, which is so like, just, it's, it's kind of mind blowing, you know, like, you're like, man, like they really yep. want to get behind us and just scream from the mountaintop. Like love it. Yep. <laughs> so great relationship but... being built there with them.
1: I'm hoping that they will send us all of the stuff that they don't use. All the beak, of the, all the edited, deleted all scenes. The, yeah, all the deleted <laughs> scenes, all of the, you know, all the attempts. And and I don't know how, you know, much they'd want to publish that kind of thing. But I love that whole session of us just yelling out things to <laughs> to to Tyler, you know. And his he did yeah. so. of course he's an actor, so that's what he does. He's he's, you know. Uh, very skilled but his ability to kind of ad lib with it and roll with it and it was just really it was a lot of fun he and reacted to all that, of it really well yeah, he did <laughs> he really would he really and it was just like oh yeah that and then he throws it in and it was good i like it i love ad lib stuff it's it's so creative
0: yeah so. oh definitely so that was a lot of fun and mm-hmm. then uh to kind of end the whole day and wrap things up uh Jonathan Heisegrove Grove got up and uh just presented a closing uh, remarks and uh you know this final uh final presentation as uh, president of the organization and mm-hmm. uh he did such a great job just walking through his time uh you know in leadership role and just you know being able to share what that meant to him and kind of the things that he went through and then also too to show like what the org has gone through. Like it was well just really well prepared and well delivered. And uh I would expect nothing less from him, honestly. Like he's a very well organized guy. And uh but I, you know, he trying to make everybody like squint tears out uh for sure because mm-hmm. uh he definitely was pulling on the heartstrings.
1: Yeah, he he didn't have to try with me.
0: <laughs> he got a
1: standing ovation.
0: Did get a standing ovation. I yeah. couldn't
1: stand up. Oh. I was just sitting there crying and clapping and I'm just going to cry again uh, because I'm going to miss him. You know, I mean, I know he's not going anywhere per se, but um, and we're, we're getting a new president. And I think the new president, whoever that might be, is probably going to do a phenomenal job. Oh, yeah. Um, and 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 I know we're still going to be making progress and doing things. But uh, she's been there throughout my entire even experience with the board and before I even was on the board. Yeah. And him, you know, and you and Charlie, you know, yeah. and I understand these times happen, but, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to miss you all.
0: So. Yeah, no, definitely. It, it was, uh, it was so, like, well, and two, like, you know, with JHG, like I was a part of the board that actually, you know, voted to bring him on, um, mm-hmm. because we needed to fill, we needed to fill a seat and we wanted somebody that, you know, we felt came in with a lot of strong, uh, you know strong attributes mm-hmm. and uh i'm so glad because he turned into to be so much more than what i had thought like i would you know it wasn't like i was voting him in because i was like oh yeah like he's gonna be like the next president or even like in a power position like that but he stepped in and just was like it was obvious like he wow. was going to fill a greater role than just you know just a seat on in mm-hmm. the, on the board so yeah yeah very very happy with uh with that and then you came and surprised me with a stein that was at the beer <laughs> share uh which i love like it's so cool because it's uh drew estates uh you know cigar company beer stein and yeah uh, it's I mean, it's legit like it, it is it legit. Is a and legit beer stein. Sergio was telling me about how
1: you normally get those like how those, uh, you know, and, and because the pricing was not like huge on that one, let's say. And um, he said, do you know what that is? I'm like, no, I don't. And he started telling me and I'm not going to say it here because it sounds like I'm bragging. But um, I, I looked at it. I'm like. Sergio, I need you to let me have this. <laughs> and he said, "No man, you know, we need we could get so much more money for it or you know whatever." And I'm like, "I know, I know." Um, but yeah. I I I we saw this, Brock saw this. He said he wanted it and had to have it and he hasn't put a bid in on it and I'm going to give it to him. And <laughs> and he was like, "Oh, oh, yeah." Of <laughs> course. And he said, "I won't bid anymore." So I think I went 5 bucks over oh, what he'd put or whatever and yeah. um yeah, and it was it was it was, it was a
0: moment where we got
1: together and said, you know, we appreciate Brock.
0: Uh, I, wanna yeah, I, it was the, uh, it was very kind and, uh, very unexpected. <laughs> so like, yeah, Good. well, and you know, I, I love my cigars. I, you know, I love German heritage. Beer steins are mm-hmm. awesome. And, yep. uh, it's not, it's not a common thing for a cigar company to come out with a beer Stein. Yep. So very, yeah, rare, very, very special. And so, yeah, thank you i really appreciate it it was uh it was definitely something it was like oh i'm going to need a moment <laughs> uh, We're good you so, yeah You're welcome and i love you and thank Aw. you for all you've done thanks all right now we got to stop we got to stop no okay <laughs> um so yeah so that was where things ended for saturday programming wise mm-hmm. um everybody kind of dispersed they they um the board and people and some of the volunteers broke down the uh, the main room Um, and you know, guys sort of dispersed amongst the city to go eat at different places. Uh, Charlie and I, um, we've been talking for a while about the fact that we wanted to honor CJ trader, um, after his passing a couple years ago. And so we went down the street to the local Irish pub and, uh, ordered doubles of, uh, uh Irish whiskey and sat there and drank those toasted to him and watched uh, the beginning of the uh, Notre Dame Ohio state game. Um, and Very then, cool. And then when everything was situated, met up with the board across the street at a uh, Oak barrel for some dinner. Um, so that was nice. And, uh, and then you had board games starting it or you had games in the, the main room. During the night and uh, the beer share going on, so it was just a great kind of wrap of everybody getting to just enjoy the last night together, doing uh, doing fun things. Mm -hmm.
1: I went and played uh, Kinder Perfect, which I'd played previously. I think it was Cincinnati was the last one. It's a card game like Cards Against Humanity, but specifically about parenting. Oh, just hilarious and and of course awful at times too. But uh, it has. (laughs) specifically cards a card i know of for at-home dads oh cool and the first time we played it it came up and i'm like what no way i'm taking this card home i'm taking this card (laughs) i've been putting it on the wall somewhere and of course i think it was david yokum that brought it the first time and he may have been brought this one again but he's got all the expansions and so it was two huge piles of cards to draw from and we had four or five guys sitting around the table we were laughing so hard i mean (laughs) there were things would come up and it was just that I mean, I hadn't even met, I think I'd only met one of, no, I think it was two people that I hadn't met, whatever, but, and we just immediately bonded and started hanging out and just had that rapport and started playing, you know, really bad car games t- together. And it was great. <laughs> yeah.
0: It was amazing. That sounds like a fun game. You said it's called Kinder. Kinder Perfect. Kinder, Perfect. Kinder Perfect. All right. We'll it's an adult that. game. That's even I better. Clarify. I just want to no, clarify. Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> not great.
1: It's it's not Kinder as children. We do not play with
0: children. It's not mm. no. That's great. No, that sounds like a fun game though to play with some of uh, my friends here in town. Mm-hmm. Um, Anybody with kids? Yep. Yeah. So the beer share went really well. As also they uh, they had a great turnout of folks. Um, mm-hmm. It was funny. I was up there. Uh, Greg Washington showed up uh, for a little while there to hang out with everybody, which was yeah, like he I snuck found, in, he, like, Right.
1: I found out about that the next day. Yeah. I didn't he like even heard he snuck was in. there
0: such it's a right. punk that's right yeah um one of the things i thought was funny was uh there was a person who uh, i saw where they they tried um a mead for the first time we had uh had there was some mead that showed yeah. up and uh this person had never had it before they also but they're like role playing person who goes to like ren fest they never had it and they were like oh my gosh this is so good i'm like yeah, <laughs> yeah if you've never had mead before you're missing out like that mm-hmm. is a That is a necessity of, uh, of life. Whereas uh, some were saying it's a nectar of the gods type of deal. Mm -hmm. Uh, and they're not wrong. It's so good. Um, but that was awesome that they had, it wasn't just beer. Like they had other things there for people to try, but they were all very, uh, very special. (laughs) The funniest part was they had a huge, I mean, massive bottle, (laughs) like one of them big champagne bottles. That's like, two foot tall or something crazy like that, that had a, a special beer in it. And Magnum, uh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's, yeah. And instead of, and instead of auctioning it off, um, they decided to open it up and to share it with everybody in the room, which was such a cool experience. It was good.
1: That's a, the only thing I tasted though. It was good.
0: Yeah. So that was, so that was a lot of fun. Um, But the beer share in the end, man, they ended up raising I believe it was over this over Mm -hmm. $6,300, which is just mind blowing because that's along with what already is sitting in the, uh, the share fund or what is sitting in the scholarship fund that goes in there too. And the committee is, we're so excited to be able to just have that and really just be able to hopefully bring a lot of guys uh, to the convention. And so that's really exciting. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah they got the, the committee they did an amazing job that i don't know it we could have a whole nother show about just talking about them honestly like because mm-hmm. it was it was so great what they what they were able to pull together but um they worked their butts off and yep. uh for, for such a great cause agreed yeah so so that was how things ended for uh for the convention itself uh midnight struck and uh it was sort of a do your own thing and there were guys who were up late talking i know i heard guys like uh i think Ketsall had to leave at like uh-huh. four o'clock in the morning and he was up talking to paul until like two and like yeah. packing and whatnot like and he never no even sleep. told paul the entire time he's like oh yeah i gotta catch a flight like in a couple hours type of deal yeah. but just there were lots of guys like that and uh you know it it was uh just it was just a great time and sunday morning you know is always a sad sad time because you say goodbye to everybody but it was so nice to just have that have that moment to have some breakfast and you know jump in a car and either catch a plane or drive home or whatever and uh yeah it was it was a uh, i had some moments where it was it was definitely a tough convention for me in different areas um i, I remember on friday my wife Corey messaged me and was like, "How's it going?" And I'm like, "Or how, are you uh, are you enjoying your time at the convention?" And I said, "No, I'm not actually enjoying my time at the convention. It's it's been a really tough day, um, just a lot of things going on. So, but um, but it it turned out really well. It just it took a little bit more to grind through it." Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I yep. think happens from time to time.
1: Well, and and I don't think, you know, as, as much as we talk about the convention, how wonderful it is for us, it's run by volunteers. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Right. And a lot of times we just miss things. Yep. You know, and even if we, especially if we're tired, if we, if we stayed up too late um, or whatever it might be that, you know, if you, if you talk to me before I've had breakfast, I can probably talk to you and not get grumpy and you know and i but realistically yeah i'm just gonna shut my pie hole and eat and then i'll be an okay person but times like that and we have those all throughout the day and just you know we're we're not perfect like i said we grind against each other sometimes and ruin somebody else's day and don't even mean it you know um but i think that's the thing is we don't mean it and hopefully your exactly your overall experience is always positive
0: yeah, it definitely was. So that that's that's the main point of it is that it turned out to be good. It you know it had a lot of energy involved in it. Mm-hmm. So and then drove home, took uh, took a bit there. Took uh, one of the the new uh, attendees who lives in Indianapolis uh, to his place. Cool. Uh, and uh, it was just nice to have somebody in the car for that drive. <laughs> mm-hmm. And uh, and we stopped at the uh, the cheese castle on the way down and uh, picked up cheese curds and some other things. Like uh, you do, because like uh, why do. not? You know, so yeah. I was like. I came home with uh I came home with the, the Wisconsin essentials um uh hot dogs that were made deer hot dogs so meat mm-hmm. cheese and beer I I, I got the trifecta yeah yeah yep. you're you're set all you need is a football game and you're well you're I had that Wisconsin. on Sun I had that on I got that on Sunday too that's it perfect you had or sorry Monday night my bad Monday night I got as I got the uh the Bengals game on my, on that Monday night so perfect the perfect day in. but yeah. And you uh, and you drove home as well, mm-hmm. right?
1: Yep. Yeah. I uh, I took Paul Gordon home, um, so went to his place first, dropped him off. Uh, was glad that I took the suburban. Uh, he uh, did yeah. have, uh, I think, like three coolers, and then I had two eight two tables for Eric and a box for Eric, and then Paul's bag and two bags of golf clubs and a whole oh, bunch yeah. of stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's a suburban. It ain't no big deal. We can put, yep. Yeah, We can get somebody else in here. It's not a problem. So it was. I was really glad to have brought it. It was a concern of mine as far as gas mileage and parking and all that other stuff. But it works great. And it did exactly what I needed it to do. So I got to take Paul home. We had a good conversation on the way home um, about a lot of different things. He had some venison sausage that he had made and brought to. And he had extra. So he gave me like five meat sticks. And I've eaten four. Just gonna say and uh and the big old thing of sausage, which I'm not opening until uh, uh tomorrow night, I believe, when my wife and I are gonna sit down and watch a movie together and I'm gonna do a charcuterie with yeah, um, and she's like, Are you sure we can't just go ahead and eat that? Because she loves <laughs> she loves venison sausage
0: too. And I'm like, I, I we can, but I I think we should wait and listen, lady, um, I'm trying to make this special. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to give us a moment (laughs) together.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, Yeah. And it was great. It was, it was delicious. And I, I can't wait to eat the rest of it. And I think we will hurt ourselves if we eat that entire thing of sausage, because it's a big (laughs) one, but at the same time, I'm looking at it going, "Mm, eh, I don't want to end
0: up halfway (laughs) through the movie and like, I'd like some more sausage. Oh, we ate it all yesterday. So Sounds doing like one of those doing. ones where it's like you just grab it and you just like bite out of it and drink mm-hmm. beer at the same time. You're like this is yep. mine. <laughs> get some cheese. Yeah, get some squeaky yeah. curds. And mm. there you go. Exactly. Can't wait. Well, to finish things off, I think that it would be we'd be remiss, not to mention where we're going for next year. Mm-hmm. Um so for next year, uh, we will be in St. Louis at the Dreary Hotel, which is right beside the arch i mean like right right beside Honest. it like yes it's like if you see any pictures where it shows the city in the background the hotel is right there mm-hmm. in that background as well um there's a balcony that you can walk out on and just basically sit there and like look right at it which is going to be amazing um, and the dates for that are going to be october 17th through the 19th um If anybody heard anything different, uh, we had some things come up after we announced it the first time Uh, and Keith and uh, the guy and the board did their due diligence to see if there was any way to switch it. And they were able to make that happen. So it'll be October 17th through the 19th in St. Louis. And uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be great. It's another, another Midwest location. I think guys will be able to come in from all over. I'm already planning driving. There's a lot of guys that are in the kind of the same boat. Um, So um yeah i'm looking forward to it never been to st louis so it should be should be awesome
1: the i I have to say everything about it the arch is you you're not ready you just i mean you look at it you think you know what you're talking about but it's like the first time you see a mountain or something and then go stand directly underneath it and spin
0: look look
1: straight up at it and spin see how long it takes you to fall down
0: yeah that's what I I i will say that uh it's probably not uh something that many guys will probably be able to get up into cuz it is a very no. tight fit um and I think so, they closed
1: it well it might be open now i'm sorry i don't know open but, now
0: but yeah no my dad was telling me about it he's like he's like it's really tight in there and you can't really stand up and see anything so it's kind mm-hmm. of almost like you know it's not worth it as much as like if you could just you know go up in any other tall building type of deal and I'm like yeah that's fine i'm like i'll stand underneath it that's that's what i'll be doing yeah um, i'm i'm not going up there it's It's all good but no so so yeah so hopefully uh st louis will have um so if if you went to the convention there's an email that would have been sent out with the early bird information hopefully you were able to take advantage of that it was only open for a short window of time um and then we will reopen up ticket sales i believe january 1st uh if i'm I'm not mistaken is what i've heard Mm -hmm. so but we'll of course we'll let you all know that when it happens um but yeah, we'll hope to see you there. And, uh, you know, we'll be back next week with more fun conversations to talk about. We'll be talking about Germany, I would imagine, by that time. So I'm looking forward to hearing hearing about your trip. And yep, uh, yep. yeah, hopefully all maybe tried some fun beers. I don't know. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> get my wife drunk. That's <laughs> get the plan. Some, get some good get Riesling one. wine. There you yeah. go. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, until next week, we'll talk to you later. Have a good one.
1: Good night everybody.
0: I'm a dad, that's what I do.